0: Welcome back to the Head is the Key podcast. (laughs) episode three and i am ready to go Um, we're going to talk about fitness today and um changing your idea around food and changing your ideas around exercise um fitness 101 we'll call it um but before that um i want to clear up some stuff um last episode was awesome and guys again thank you for the listens it's pretty cool that people are listening, to be honest with you. And uh, I really appreciate it. But um, I want to clarify something. I listened to it again because something confused me. And I was like, no, I think my words just got jumbled. But actually, I I missed words um, that I think took something out of context. And I kind of wanted to clear that up. So last podcast, I talked about how just because you have bad thoughts Or you deal with things in a different way or, you know, it takes you a while to deal with your feelings and then, you know, you're able to get back on track or you have a program to do that, whatever. Neither here nor there. But just because you have those things, um, I said in the podcast something along the lines of that doesn't make you an expert. But that's not what I was trying to say. What I was trying to say was just because you have those things or go through those things doesn't mean you can't be an expert in XYZ field. You know, to be honest with you, I think the people who have been able to get through certain things, if that's a like a, a diet change, if that's a, you know, able to come up with a way to, you know, stop obtrusive thought intrusive thoughts or anything like that like those are the experts so normally it's the people who have gone through the most crap and have been able to get on the other side are the experts so what I was trying to say on that was just because you have you know different things that may not come easy to you but you work through it that doesn't mean you can't be an expert in that field And like I said, most times those are the experts are the people that have, you know, failed a thousand times and were successful once. So um, I just wanted to clear that up. But now to today's topic, Fitness 101, Episode 3, brought to you by an awesome dinner date with The Bulldog, uh, one of my really good colleagues. Um, And uh, I'll start the little story first so you can understand So I want to work on kind of changing your mindset over exercise and food and not having enough time and all that kind of stuff because it's all BS, Um, but it's all going to feel real until you kind of change the behavior around it. So first thing is, uh, let me tell you a little bit about why I wanted to do fitness because on Thursday, I did a good job at fitness everything in my mouth. Um, and it just, you know, three years ago, this would have sent me off the rails. Probably even two years ago. But I'm proud of myself because it didn't. So basically on Thursday, I had a light breakfast. And then we had a staff meeting at my job. And I had Chipotle. And then my awesome boss, Um decided to make these Oreo balls from hell, um, that are delicious. And I think I ate over a thousand of them and washed that down with a hot chocolate, uh, and then proceeded to wash that down with a large pizza and chicken wings, um, that I shared with my friend. Um, and, Years ago, that would have sent me off the rails. That would have gave me the case of the fuckets for a month. I would have just been like, ah oh, man, I sabotaged everything, so might as well just go hard in the paint for the rest of my life. Um, and guys, that's not the case. You have to enjoy food and you have to enjoy yourself. And you can't live your life, you know, living so tightly restricted, because what's gonna end up happening is the one day you do fall off the wagon, bro, you fall off the wagon and then get dragged by the horses off of a cliff. Like, it's okay to go off the rails. There are seven days in a week, okay? And honestly, if you eat pretty good for four of those days, you could probably go off the rails a little harder for three days. Now, again, it depends on your goals too, also, if you're training for a competition or something like that you got to be strict depending on the competition right and not all of us here are training for a competition but i just want to help you get over this labeling of food being bad or labeling i don't have enough time or that kind of stuff so first off with food there's a dude out there his name's mike milner um look him up he's awesome um he, he really changes your perception on food and that even regards to like macros, right? Macros is the big thing, counting your macros and knowing what what you need to eat to either be in a deficit to lose weight, to be in a maintenance stage to just stay the weight that you need or how you get into a surplus to gain weight and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's still your mind over that. Like, you have to change the behavior and understand. And understand that it's a long game, right? Like, we didn't gain 40 pounds um, overnight, you know? So I'm not going to gain 14 pounds because I ate those delicious Oreo balls from hell. But if I decide to eat those delicious Oreo balls from hell for the next year, yeah, dude, I'm going to gain some weight. And guess what? It's probably going to take me a year to get that weight off um and again don't fact check me because it could be way faster than that but the way to losing weight then is not to just drink lemon water with paprika and eat an apple like christian bale did to be crazy skinny for i can't remember the movie the machinist whatever but What I want you guys to know is one day is not bad. And dude, it's the holidays, guys. Talk about a hard time. Grandma's cookies, grandma's old recipes of stuff, turkey, ham, filet mignon, whatever you guys eat. It's all over the place. But enjoy it. But enjoy it in context. You know, I mean, The Rock, okay? The Rock. I love The Rock. I love The Rock because of his confidence. I love The Rock because of his determination and his willpower. But I also love The Rock because if you follow him on anything, he always talks about the case of the fuck And dude, this dude will eat, like, brioche French toast. I guarantee you that meal alone is probably, like, crazy amount of calories. I mean, I don't know, probably 4,000, maybe 3,000, like, in one thing and granted he's carved out of freaking marble and need that much energy to sustain what he's doing to his body but i'm just saying like everybody can indulge and that is okay so number one fitness 101 step one it's okay to indulge okay but if you have goals set that into your week you know I'm going to eat good. I'm going to eat in maintenance or I'm going to eat in a little bit of a deficit for five days so that I can enjoy two days with my family during the holidays. It's it's not rocket science. Um, you know, and I think that's the hard thing is we see these people on the internet that... And God, the internet's the devil, dude. Social media's the devil. We'll talk about that later. But, like, we only see the outcomes of these people. We don't see the hard work that they put in. You know, Ryan Reynolds didn't get ripped for Blade 3 in a day. Like, the dude's always been in shape, but to get that ripped, he had to work hard at it. It takes work. But it takes consistent work. You know? And we're always looking for these quick fixes. Lose 30 pounds in 10 days. And... Go on these detoxes and go on this and go on that. Like our liver detoxifies us enough. And I think, you know, I've been doing a little bit more research on, you know, fasting and these things. And I, I, I've, they, they're warranted and they've helped a lot of people. But just because it works for one person doesn't mean like you got to go on a hunger strike for 10 days. Like you don't have to do that. You know, any of these changes, you know, talk to a professional before you go hard in the paint on something. Um, But, you know, in regards to labeling food, don't do it. Enjoy it, you know, and it, it takes work. If you want to lose weight, it takes work. nine times out of 10. um, And the guy that I was talking about earlier, the bulldog, he was actually one of my guinea pigs for a nutrition coaching certification that I did. He wasn't eating enough. So his body was kind of going into starvation mode and holding on to stuff. So the moment we recognized that and said, hey man, I need you to eat a little bit more. He was like, what? How's that going to make me lose weight? He lost weight. And yes, there was a little bit of changes and like, hey man, you gotta eat a little bit more protein than you're eating and let's, let's work on that. And you know, timing of when you eat the carbs and when you eat fat, but like, and like, where is your fat coming from? It should come from healthy fats. It shouldn't come from a bag of Cheetos, you know? Dude, Cheetos are delicious too. I'm sorry, but they are. But anyways, like food is not the enemy, food is needed. So I think that's the first thing. Um, And yeah, it takes takes some work. You know, you got to, it sucks because it's like, oh, dude, all I do is spreadsheets for my whole life and now you're asking me to do another spreadsheet to like track this stuff? Guys, if you don't want to do that, that's okay. You don't have to do that. What I always tell people, you know, if I'm coaching them a little bit on nutrition is like, just maybe find what that amount of calories you need to sustain your just being is and then you know there's um we we can go into this more too and if you want to look me up we can talk about it but there's different types of like modifiers you use based on your activity level and that'll kind of give you this is the amount of calories that you need to sustain the weight that you are currently at and then it's like what is your goal you want to gain weight awesome we add calories you want to sustain the weight that you're at? Awesome. You try to stay here. You want to lose weight? Awesome. We're gonna finagle with calories and drop some stuff and make sure that you know you're maintaining, you know, the muscles that you have. And if you want to gain more muscle, you should be eating more protein. Um, if you want to uh, work on recovery, that's when carbs and fats come in, um, et cetera, et cetera. But that's like fitness. 5,000. Right now, all I'm trying to tell you is it's not hard to add fitness to your life. 85% of fitness, I think, probably comes from what you're putting in your mouth every day. But when people hear that statistic, they're like, oh, then I can't eat bad foods. Guys, no. Don't label anything as bad foods. It's calories in versus calories out. It really is. Yes, whole natural foods are always going to be better for you than a hello dolly cookie and grandma I can't wait to eat some hello dollies in a couple days but like it's always gonna be if you're eating good healthy foods it's gonna be better for your body than all the processed crap we we all know that okay but enjoy yourself too don't take the enjoyment around food away you know We're social animals, most of us, and when we socialize, there's food there. But if you know that there's going to be a lot of food there and you're trying to maintain something, then it's kind of like, okay, there's a couple options you can do. One option is, you know, eat well during the week to allow yourself a little bit more of a surplus when you go out with your friends and you know there's going to be a lot of food there um even easier is that day whatever you're you know you're doing is you kind of eat light to allow yourself to enjoy yourself more when you're with your friends and the other one is just do it you know lightly you don't have to eat a thousand cookies eat one cookie and enjoy it actually chew the food don't inhale it because you you remember how good it tastes um And I need practice on that. Talk to my wife, dude. I sit down and eat. Crap, we ate for her birthday. And my my nephew was like, oh, Uncle Mike's already done? Like, dude, I hoover food. I'm like major pain with food. I just destroy it. And that is a habit that I picked up when I was young and didn't spend a lot of time um, eating with my family because we didn't have a lot of time you know, my dad worked nights, we sat at a table to have that family event, but it we ate fast because dad had to go to sleep before he went to work. Or we had to go to practice, or we had to do this or do that. So that's the thing. But like, enjoy the food. That would be option one, you know. Um, and in regards to exercise, guys, you know, everybody says that they don't have time. Um, and this is the second part of this segment. You know, you have the time. You have to make the time for yourself. If there's something that you want to do, you have to make the time. The problem is, is we sacrifice a lot of our time to help other people. Um, I'll be honest with you, I've been selfish for the last couple years, and... I have gotten angry when my schedule gets thrown off and I'm like, I need to work out, and now you're telling me I have to go to a brownie meeting. You know? And I'm like, oh, my God, Mike, what a dick. Like, this is time that you get to spend with your kid. So, and you're going to run out of that time, too. So what you have to do is just, if this is really important to you, you make time, but you also know that it's fluid. Like things are going to happen. There might be a day that you don't get a workout in and that's okay. Okay. But maybe make one goal if this is kind of a non-negotiable every day. So for instance, my one non-negotiable every day is right now I try to get 10,000 steps in every day in average. Um, most days I get it, some days I miss it, but then on Sundays I do a really long walk every Sunday and it kind of makes up for it. So if you average it out, I'm getting about 10,000 steps a day. That's kind of my one non-negotiable. It's good for my mind, it's good for my heart, um, and it's just good. But other than that, I try to get in three days of strength training a week, sometimes four. I do total body It's a circuit about 20 to 25 minutes. Um, Before I was doing it while everybody was asleep and in bed um, and it was working out. But then what I recognized was I was not um, doing my part in other things. So I recognized if I actually wake up early in the morning and do it, then when I come home, I can do the things that other things that I need to do and help, you know, manage other things. And yes, I still have work to do on that. But it's a thing. So I think don't make fitness something that, again, don't make fitness something that if you miss a day, it's over. I'm never going to exercise again. Pick a non negotiable. I got to get two days, I got to start with two days a week of strength training. And I'm going to work on healthy food options five days a week but I'm still going to enjoy my pizza with my family every Saturday or every Thursday. Um, you know, honestly, my wife and I try to get pizza every Thursday and recently we've been getting tacos every Saturday, but I have been able to maintain my current weight. Um, because for the rest of the weekend, the rest of my meals are good. Um, In regards to exercise, though, too, like, again, I think we look at people, we look at CrossFitters, and we're like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to get into CrossFit, because look at those dudes, those dudes are ripped. Okay, guys, marketing 101, how do you get people to come into your gym? You slap hot bodies all over marketing ads and all over everything to be like, oh, you come work with us, you're going to look like that. Okay. Yes, you could look like that. But the people that are on those billboards and on those TikToks and on those whatever you are seeing have been in the game for a long time. Yes, there are genetic freaks out there too that were birds with a six-pack. Okay. Just came out friggin' dropping double bicep shots. Like, oh my god, he's Mr. Olympian, he's one month old. Like That happens. But again, that's very few and far between. But, like, the CrossFitters that are ripped are elite athletes, guys. They were probably some type of pro athlete before they got into CrossFit. And they know how to Olympic lift. So when you walk into that CrossFit box and you're clanging and banging with everybody, understand that the guys that are really ripped in there have been at it for a long time probably and have great form, and have good recovery methods, and have all of that stuff. You want it, you can get it, but it's gonna take work. You know, and then we see other people, (laughs) the liver king, and all these other people, and hey man, don't get me started on that. Like anybody that thought that he was natural. Oh my God, he's not natural, okay? And we all know that. All of us gym bros know that, Um, and That's his thing. And I'm not like disrespecting him for taking steroids because some people do. Um, and that's fine. Is it sustainable? Probably not, but that's his prerogative. But the fact that people thought he was natural, blows my mind. Um, and that's again, another one, um, But if you want to live a healthy life, you just got to move, guys. You really do. You got to move. And you do have to strength train. Like, strength train does show significant um, benefits for you. Bone health, muscle health, cardiovascular health. It does everything, guys. Okay? You don't have to lift 7,000 pounds, but you do have to work on progressive overload. And you do have to work on maintaining, you know, the more muscle you have, the more ability you have to burn calories, which if you burn a lot of calories, you can lose weight and maintain muscle. You know, if you're going to do cardio and that's the only thing you're going to do, and you see these people that are really skinny, understand that over time muscle breakdown will happen because your body needs the energy. And that's why a lot of elite level runners don't have a lot of muscle on them. Um, and, I, you know, it, it, there, there's way more into that, and I'm not a total expert in that field when it comes to that, but just understand that, like, the guys that are super muscular work on a lot of their muscles. And, you know, some of those guys, you look and you're like, oh, that guy's probably 300 pounds, but then they, you, you ask him, and he's like, oh, I'm 180, and it's because he's lean, And he's full of muscle. And then you can see another guy who's 180 and he's, you know, kind of skinny. And he may have started to lose weight, but also lose muscle because he wasn't working on maintaining that muscle. And then you see other guys that are ginormous and have muscles on muscles on muscles and they're heavy. And they're heavy because, you know, they're dense. So throw some of these things out of the window, like BMI and all these other things, because for certain people, yes, it's a good indicator of obesity and that you need to make some changes. But like, for example, I am 182 pounds right now, which is pretty good weight for me. But if you looked at my BMI, I'm supposed to be, God, I can't remember, around 155 Dude, I'd look like Skeletor, dude. No, Skeletor is ripped. I wouldn't look like Skeletor. I look like the guy at the beginning of, uh, God, what's the name of the movie? M. Night Shyamalan. I see dead people. Uh, It's not even coming to me right now. But I would be, I think it was Donnie Wahlberg, actually, that did that. I would be Donnie Wahlberg in that movie at the beginning, how skinny he was. Not cool, dude. Not cool at all so b m i can take a hike in a lot of cases, but it's a good indicator for other cases um but honestly, there's another one I think your waist size if your weight size if your waist size is double your height, that's an issue um with like visceral fat, um which we all know that visceral fat can wreak havoc on you know. Your body um, and wreak havoc on your heart and those systems. So, I'm sorry I got in a little bit of a tangent, but it's, you know, Fitness 101, dude, is moving, having a better relationship around eating and enjoying yourself around it. Um, you know, yes, a lot of health foods taste like crap, but there's a lot of health foods that taste delicious. Okay. A lot of exercises look daunting, but a lot of exercises aren't. Walking is not daunting. And honestly, there's a lot of psychological benefits of walking on top of the physical. So just get out and walk a little bit and see how you feel and then add some exercises You know, if you don't like going to the gym, you can work out at home to start. I mean, crap, guys. I was a gym bro for a long time. And then I decided that I liked working out at home more. It was kind of around COVID, though, too, because stuff was just, the gym that I was at was just kind of not clean. Um, And it was just a weird time. So I started working out at home, and actually, I enjoy it. Um, But I am getting to a point now where I'm like, oh, my God, I need to lift more weight because the weight I have here is not enough. So I need to figure that out myself. But I think what I would tell you is pick one thing to start doing and do it and try to be consistent with it. Pick, I'm going to walk 10,000 steps a day and I'm going to straight train. Dude, try once a week to start. See how it goes. It doesn't have to be long. You know, you do about two to three sets to start of, you know, yes, probably 10 to 12 repetitions to kind of try to get those movement patterns down. And as you get those movement patterns down, that's when you start to load yourself. And then when you load, the reps kind of go down to that 8 to 12 rep range or even 5 to 12 up range where you're trying to get to close to being at failure each set and you progressively add weight to that. Um, eating, you know, I'm going to eat clean five days a week so that I can enjoy myself two days a week. It's a thing. If you don't want to track macros and stuff, you don't have to, but just maybe keep a food journal to see what you are eating and maybe implement that or, you know, input that into something to see like what calories that is. And I I would almost bet you that you might be under eating and that might be why you're stagnant right now. If you're stagnant. Um, and just enjoy it and enjoy the holidays guys. These next couple weeks, like enjoy the food and the family and stuff and understand that like eating that extra slice of pizza is not putting 40 pounds on your hips. Like if you have that, it took some time to get there. So be patient with yourself and know that it'll take some time to get out of there. I think that's the biggest thing. So I know I rambled on for this one, but I am pretty passionate about this stuff. And I enjoy talking about just easy little pearls to help you. Um, Please, guys, if you like these podcasts, um, share them with people. Get my name out there. Um, I really like doing this. And I'm going to continue to do it regardless. But, you know, I would enjoy, you know, the likes. I would enjoy you guys even uh, commenting. There's like a little box, I think, where you can comment on what you guys thought of the podcast so that I could add more things, uh, talk about more things, and go from there. So have a great night, day, crap, day. Um, And uh, enjoy yourself and just get moving. And uh, we'll talk later. Bye. I'm back real fast. Ah, God, that movie was a sixth sense. It was killing me. Uh, If Hallie Joel Osment was my friend, he'd punch me in the face right now. All right, have a good day.